Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This podcast is brought to you by Barracuda Tackle. They are sponsoring all of the podcasts. I'm really happy to have them. They make awesome cast nets, and they also make a really awesome hook extractor. Very excited about the hook extractor. I have three or four of these on the boat. I like the 13 and a half inch model. You may prefer the shorter one, but if you fish for toothy fish or from boats with uh, high sides and you're short like me, then you may like the 13 and a half incher. That's what I like. It really works. It gets the hook out and it is awesome. You can go to Barracuda Tackle and find that for yourself. You can get a custom cast net uh, in different colors. They do all kinds of cool stuff. So go there, tell them thank you for sponsoring the podcast by uh, supporting them in some way, shape or form. Also, Hook, Hook Gear. Dot com is offering a 30% discount by, by using the code SE30. You can get some really cool stuff for Father's Day. You can put all your stuff in your cart and mail it to your wife, and uh, then you'll get exactly what you want. Use the code SE30 for a 30% discount. All right, so today we're going to talk about clearing the line when you are fly fishing for tarpon. This is something that... <laughs> You know, you do all the hard work of finding the fish, making the right presentation, setting the hook, and there is one step left that is crucial to landing the fish. And I've seen it happen so many times, and it is just soul-crushing when it does happen, and that is you're either stepping on the line or it's caught around something or it gets caught around the rod or the reel seat and you snap the you snap the line and the tarpon gets away. So you've gone to all the trouble to to you you've done so much right and you get to this point and usually it's because the angler is is they want to see the fish so badly 
That's what you're down there for. You want to see the fish come out of the water. And you set the hook, and a lot of times they are watching the fish jump out of the water, and they get a little bit careless, and it either wraps around their foot or around their leg, or something happens. So in coaching anglers on how to set the hook and then clear the line for the tarpon, I came across a, a few things that you know have worked for my anglers. I'll, I'll, I'll give them to you here. When you make the cast, the fish is following, you set the hook, you do everything right. Now, there is a moment there where you are basically holding onto the line. You're, you're just holding the line. The fish hasn't turned and left yet. You're trying to get the, the hook into the tarpon, so you've got a lot of pressure on them. Now, there, there can be a time when that fish takes off the other way. A lot of times, the, you can let go of the line a little bit with your left hand, and it can shoot up in the air. I've seen it get caught around people's necks. I've seen it get caught around people's wrists. I've seen it get caught all over the place. This is where you want to feather that line out. As that fish takes off, you want to kind of feather that line in your left hand and try to keep that line from jumping up off the deck. You want to let it out. And, and if you can handle that first surge from the tarpon, then you can start to get that line under control. And this is where I suggest that the right arm moves out to the right, the left arm moves out to the left, so you don't have your two hands close together. You jam the butt of the fly rod up against your right forearm, so there is no space for that line to get under the butt of the rod and up by your wrist. And that always snaps the fish off because it gets around the real seat. So you can prevent that by jamming that the butt of the fly rod up against your right forearm. With your left hand, you're going to be making an OK symbol, and you're going to be have you're going to have your arms out spread out away from one another so that there's no chance that anything is going to get tangled up. Now, instead of looking at the fish when it's time to clear the line, you should be looking at your feet and making sure that you're not stepping on the line, that it's not wrapped around anything, and you can then get that line much more effectively to the reel. As, you're, as the line is coming up, keep the butt of the rod mashed into your forearm and as that line gets shorter and shorter and shorter, your hands come back together and you um, allow all the line to go out. And now the fish is on the reel. You've done a great job. Now you can look at the fish all you want. You're, you're probably not going to have any more mistakes. 95% of the things that could go wrong are behind you now. You can have a problem casting. You can have a problem setting the hook. You can definitely have a problem clearing the line. And all of that's over. You've got the fish on the reel. You're in great shape. You're probably going to You have a really good chance of landing that fish. Um, the way to keep, keep the line from getting around stuff, obviously, if you use some sort of stripping basket, that helps. If you have um, a secondary angler, somebody that's sitting on the cooler, 
Um, it's kind of their job to manage your, your fly line. Um, that, that helps greatly to make sure that that line's not going into the water. Um, that causes all kinds of problems. If, if the line gets in the water, it ends up getting behind the boat. It gets caught around a trim tab. It gets caught around the guide's push pole. It's a terrible situation and results in a lot of lost fish. You don't want that. You want the line in a stripping basket or you want the line in the cockpit of the boat. And uh, even if it's on the deck of the boat, um, even with the, the line tamers and everything else that people have on the deck of the boats now, it can still end up in the water. So I prefer it to be in the cockpit of the boat, and I like to keep that cockpit very, very clean. If, uh, if there's anything to catch on, it's going to catch on it. So that's the rule of thumb. But the main tip here is to jam that rod into the, into the forearm of the right arm. And then after you set the hook and you're, you're letting the line go, look down. Don't look at the fish. You can watch another fish. But for this one, for your first one of that trip, you look down and you make sure that you clear that line to the reel before you look up. The best jumps are going to happen later in the fight anyway when the fish is close to the boat. Don't worry about that. I know you want to look at that fish. Everybody wants to look at that fish. But... If you want to land that fish or have any chance of landing that fish, your attention is best placed on making sure that you don't, you're not stepping through a loop of that fly line or that you're actually stepping on the fly line. A lot of people fish barefoot, so they know that they're, that they're not stepping on the line or they know that they are stepping on the line because they can feel it under their feet. A lot of people get sunburned really badly when they fish barefoot because their feet are in dress shoes all the time and they come down to the Florida Keys and uh, get their feet so sunburned that they have blisters on them. So you want to watch out for that. A good compromise is fishing in socks. You can feel the fly line underneath your feet and you're not getting sunburned. Uh, it, but if you're just careful and you just kind of know where your fly line is at all times, you can fish in shoes no problem and never really step on the line. But when you are stepping on it, it causes a problem and you will break the fish off. So that is clearing the line 101. One way that I have practiced clearing the line in the past and suggested to other people that practice clearing the line is you get the line out, you tie it to your dog's collar and you throw a tennis ball for him. And uh, a Labrador retriever, uh, a, a disciplined, hard driven Labrador retriever can run as fast as a tarpon can swim. So if you can clear the line on a Labrador retriever, you can clear the line on a tarpon. It is good practice. It really is. Uh, your dog gets kind of tired of it, but it is a good way to practice when you're landlocked and you're trying to figure out, you know, you're trying to practice for this trip coming up. You've been waiting for it all year long. That's one way you can do it. You can probably do it. Probably talk one of your kids into doing a 20-yard dash out there, same kind of deal whatever. Um, the dog can do it way longer than, than the kid. But anyway, okay. So clearing the line, that is a really, really important part of tarpon fishing, fly fishing for tarpon. Um, just pay attention to your feet and you can watch the fish later. All right. I hope that helps. I hope you guys all get down there. Hawks K is opened up. It opened, the uh, Florida Keys opened on June 1st and it is uh, we've been having some kind of rainy weather, but it's going to be great. And June is going to be a great month for tarpon fishing. If you can get down there, do it. Go 
down to Hawks K and stay there. Go anywhere in the Florida Keys you want to. They're tarping our, um, they're snapping. So I hope to see you there. And I hope that this tip will allow you to catch your first tarpon or put another one in the boat. All right, we'll see you on the water. See you.